what's good English cuisine? Right? Because, I mean, we've got curry, but that's not really English. Roast dinners? Sorry, 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 not English, British. Roast dinners. Roast dinners. That's that's traditional English food. Yorkshire pudding. Yep. That's very nice. Yorkshire pudding. Gravy. No one does gravy quite like we do, I don't think. No, they do ruse. They do ruse. Like, I'm sure it's technically better, but there's something very nice about a hearty gravy. Oh, yeah. Good thick gravy. We, ro- we can roast a fucking potato. Uh-huh. Now, I-, I will say one thing. We roast our potatoes clean. <laughs> quite often. Quite often. You, like, you, you, you get a roasty on the continent, that'll have bits of stuff stuck to it. Rosemary. Oh, I don't know. Bollocks. Just I quite, I, I quite honestly, I, I, I will say, I quite like a bit of uh, lemon zest on my roast potatoes. Lemon zest and uh, get out. Lemon zest and rosemary if you're serving roast potatoes with lamb. That's very nice. No, look, mate, I can, I cook the best roast potatoes I've ever eaten. <laughs> I'm very good at them. That's fine. Don't put stuff on them. The rosemary's fine, but it does burn quite easily. Anyway, point is, they come out clean, and I like that. Yeah. we've got fish and chips, which is like, not good. I will say. I like getting a cone of chips. Yeah, like there's something unique about the fish and chip shop chip. It's a heinous snack if you consider it. Like if you look at like 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 the traditional street foods around the world, mm. you've got like well we've got like we've got um, samosas, you've got um, kebabs, you've got um, what are those chickpea balls called falafel. Yes, falafel. If I say I had one um, yesterday. Oh, very nice. How are they? Delicious. All sorts of, but, but like generally they come with an interesting sauce, or they've got spices in them, or like it's a rat on a stick, you know, something fun. And we get, you get ch- ch- lumps of potato, which are too big to, 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 to properly cook. Yeah. Deep fried, and then steamed in their own heat in newspaper. So they're all floppy, and yeah. traditionally consumed with a balsa wood t- two-tined fork. Yeah, give us a third time! Give us something that isn't just going to mash the the chips further into the cone of <laughs> newspaper. You give me a fucking muddler for these chips. <laughs> exactly. Just, you might as well give me a fucking spoon. I don't... Why do you stand on curry sauce on chips? On chips, no. Yeah, I'm against it. I don't so, like wet chips. Same with gravy, yeah. Like, 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 like poutine's okay, but it's not as good as dry chips. No, p- 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 said Grant Whiteley. <laughs> I don't know about this gravy and chips. Bit spicy for my tastes. Poutine is a thing in and of itself. Yeah, it's not chips anymore. It's like it's like a box of joy. Yeah, um, which I don't think our listeners will actually be aware of. No, very few places offer it <laughs> unless you really, really ask hard. You really ask. For it. What's this, so like in um in Australia? They have it's called the halal snack pack. Right. You know this? No. Um. And so you get it's just generally served in the pizza box, but you get layer of chips, layer um, layer of, of chicken and, and beef kebab, and then cheese on top, and then um, chili garlic barbecue. And these motherfuckers can't put the cheese in the right place. What? That ruins the whole affair. The cheese goes between the chips and the meat, so it acts as a glue. Otherwise, how else are you to pick up everything in one go? Well, because otherwise you put it on top of the meat, so the bottom half of it get, the bottom half of it melts a bit. But then you put cold sauce on top, and you just got lumps of that cheese. And I don't want anything to do with the original texture of catering cheese. No, which I, is I which was, is glassy at best. I was pissed in a um, in, in in the kebab shop down the end of my road, and I, I ordered the box of joy, and the man put the cheese on top, and I said to him, and like English is not his first language, and I was pissed, and I said, oh, "Excuse me, mate, can you just invert that, please?" 
sorry, what? Can you invert the kebab, please? And it's he's sort of like he sort of like turned over the chip the, the monster. The <laughs> I said, "Can you invert it?" And then put the um, put the put the sauce on top, and that way it'll it'll maintain a certain level of temperature and moistness. And the cheese will melt anyway. Yeah, I have, I have. I, that's that's the, kind of the one of the few things I'm picky about. Yeah, very specific tastes. Is my layering. Anyway, sorry. Back to English food. Yep. Fish and chips are an abomination. Yes. Plyman's lunch was only invented 30 years ago to sell uh, pub lunches. And to get rid of the ends of cheese. I will say, it's quite nice. But what's quite nice is cheese, beer, bread and onion. Yeah. Those four things are nice and they quite commonly crop up all across Europe. Yeah. I mean, like the cheese and onion sandwich. I. What, what a creation that is. Mm, I'm, I'm rarely up for a raw onion. Oh, with cheese, it's all good. I guess you don't live with your loved one. Are they, are no, that's you? fair. So you, you don't have to deal with kissing anyone. No, also I have these things called toothbrushes. <sighs> la da mm. One of these lipstick socialists over here with his <laughs> toothbrushes. <laughs> toothbrushes and, and Wrigley's. <laughs> Stilton. Stilton loves some Stilton. Technically port. Really? Is that one of ours? All the major porto, uh, all the major houses in port are um, English. Oh. Sandermans and Taylors. That's fair. Taylor, good, um, on, good, good, honest English name. I will say, like, it's they're English in the same way the Elgin Marbles are English. <laughs> Which is to say, one hundred percent English. We took them from somewhere else, and now they're ours. Thank you. Yeah. Um, crisps? No, everyone has crisps. <laughs> Everybody's got crisps. Mate. What we got? What we got? Come on, man. We're running out, that's the thing. Stews? Pasties. Pasties, hey. Now those are those are common all across the world, but we do a good what I like the um quite commonly pasties are fried, and I like how ours have, have a nice chewy pastry crust on the outside. Yep. A good a, a good edible handle. Mm. Mm. No, we've got fucking nothing, have we? No, no, it's it is a wasteland. And maybe that's why I can't conceive of using more than you know a thimble full of turmeric once every fortnight. Yeah, because my taste buds just aren't set up to handle it. I mean, I really love cooking with spices. I use spices in most of the meals I cook. Yeah, but like a little bit. Yeah, like a pinch. Just, just a, just a pinch. Yeah, just, just a squeeze. <laughs> Should we start the show? I think it's probably for the best. We've talked that's about food good. for quite a while. Oh, I figure well because we have a lot of questions, so I figure I'm just going to use that as, uh, as, about, as about ten minutes of buffer and stuff. <laughs> just ease them in. Hello, friends, and welcome to episode thirty-two of Hearty Dice Friends. My name's Grant Howitt. This guy over here, why well, he goes by Chris Taylor. Hey, Chris. Hello. How are you doing, Chris? I'm good. And we are here today to answer your role-playing game questions, whether you'd like us to or not, but probably because... No, I, I still feel bad saying it. So don't say it. Okay. And we're here, to, we're here today to have a nice chat about role-playing games. We're... You, me, the listener. It's going to be great. Yeah. So pull up a chair... Sit down in it, close your eyes, shut any pets or loved ones out of the room, and really, really enjoy the wisdom that we're about to offer. Now we've got one question coming this week from 
and Mr. Grant Howitt in Manor Park. <laughs> who sent in this question? He, he sounds like a really attractive guy. Yeah, a real cool dude. Such a handsome fellow. He says, What classic sitcom would you like to run a LARP or tabletop game in? Which is a good I, question, to be fair. I, ju- I just think this is the most available fun. <laughs> This is the most fun I can pack into an hour-long podcast. I secretly think we can do this one for the whole episode. <laughs> this is where we fail. Yeah, but possibly. And like, like you know, you know what? We'll see. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. My first offering is Dad's Army, the LARP. I think, I think that would work wonders because it's like it's already set in a fucking scout hall, isn't it? Yep, you've already got your, your your play field. There's going to be a slight problem when you run about the park with guns, screaming about the Hun. I think that there's 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 a lot of World War Two um, replica kit knocking about. It's not too hard to find. Yep. There's a lot of character ideas. It's the things I wouldn't want to play characters from the from the show. I'd want to emulate the feeling of Dad's Army whilst playing new characters well, I mean, who are similarly shit. Yeah, the, the, the crucial character elements is you are awful at everything. Yes. Except for one thing, which you're not entirely awful at, but which you will fuck up later. Yes, and also, should note, not at all like related to your job as a... Um, as a soldier. No. What's the word? The, the, home, the home... Boys? Home boys? Home boys? What's the name of the, the boys who used to hang out in England and be old and defend? <laughs> the home guard? I think so. What are they fucking called? <laughs> now that you said home boys, I can't get it out of my head, so that's it. That's what it is. The home boys. Welcome to the home boys. Down with the home boys. I trust you'll find your stay enjoyable. But you've got, like. This is the rap corner. And, like, this thing, like, they, they used to get in trouble with people. They, they used to have, like, exercises and stuff. I think, I think you could, like, you could probably have some fun with, like, Nazi spies invading. Yep. That could be good. Always fun to play a Nazi spy. Mm, yeah, well, it's an NPC that's different. Yeah, but you, you, you completely sidestep all the nastiness and are just trying to steal a picture. I think it's a bit like playing a low, a low with a LARP. Yes. Which is what I'm doing. I'm, I'm I'm a pantomime Nazi who I who I wish for you to harm. Yes, that's the key thing there. Yeah, and not not like a real Nazi, but like, I suppose I'm pantomiming a 1940s German Nazi rather than the current breed of Nazi. Yes, very different. Who are pissing around our town centres? I don't think I'm ever going to get tired of seeing Nazis get punched right in the face. Just right, right in their oh, smug just... faces. Oh, it's lovely. It's just... Mm, it's, it's refreshing. Yeah. It's like a brief shower or a cup of coffee. <laughs> that sweet hit of nicotine. So, uh, what what what, uh, what sitcom would you like to play a game in? Well, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to carry on with this one because I'd also okay. like Hello, Hello, mm. as you say. Because then I could do some outrageous accents. Yes, I'd like an excuse to do that. Just, oh, just upsettingly outrageous accent. Yeah, yeah. You get a replica of the Madonna with the big boobies. Exactly. That that, I mean, that that's a built-in, easy-to-do plot. Yeah. Whereas, um, whereas, um, forgotten the name of it now. Hello, uh, Dad's Army. Dad's Army doesn't have necessarily a built-in plot. You see, I, I think Dad's Army, like, I think Dad's Army would work better as a as an ongoing fest larp. Yeah. In that, in that you'd turn up and you'd have, um, 
I'm, I'm thinking about... Well, you'd, you'd have a squad. So you'd have about 10 players, 5 crew. Maybe 15 players, 5 crew. And then the idea for the game would be, this weekend we're going on... Uh, we're doing exercises. We're doing military exercises in the woods. Yeah. And then something goes wrong. Yes, but what I'm saying is, there's in a lower low, there's this very specific plot. Yes, that the Nazis are continually trying to get away with quite benign schemes. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, a, 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 for large sections of it, quite charming schemes. Yeah, they don't focus much on the extermination of minorities and the disabled. No, mainly on their hijinks. Yeah, art theft. Yeah, and, and mm. I think that's good. So I think I think Alo Alo is a strong contender. I'd find it hard not to put it this way. I feel that the characters in Dad's Army were disparate enough that I could use them as character classes. Okay. Whereas I don't feel that about Alo Alo. No, there is. I that. feel like I'd end up playing Remy. Or the policeman. Yeah. Oh god, I could play the policeman. You could play the policeman. That's that's oh. what this is about. <laughs> but imagine trying to do that for a day, Chris. Worth. <laughs> Totally worth it. <laughs> How could you not? I will say it'd be wonderful, like having the license to do that, and have another other people have to keep a straight face. Yes, that would be that would be. Joyful. Like, this is just how French people sound. Yeah, you've got to take it. Looking back to the other, like the other, the other British ones, I guess a lot, a lot of our sitcoms, a lot of sitcoms in general, are about families, which doesn't really interest me. Yeah, your whole sort of two point four children, my family, greater thing. That there's not a great story there. It's about the interplay of characters, but there's already like I'm not hugely excited about the that. There's no greasy nug there, you know. No, there's no overarching narrative. Mm. It's just literally a situation comedy. Yeah, and I don't, I don't much care for it. Um, Caroline Quentin or no Caroline Quentin was Who? she in 2.4 children I want to say yes yeah I think she was she was in everything else of the era Jonathan Creek yep I mean it's a lot of setup. a lot of setup. But... is it a sitcom no no <laughs> so let's move on <laughs> slide right past that when I asked this question entry. last week when I asked this question last week Chris mm-hmm. you said you wanted to play a, a lot or tabletop set in the Fraser universe Yes, I did. Can you carry on as to how <laughs> fuck that would work? Honestly, honestly, it's, uh, it, Niles, it's a nightmare. there's someone hiding in my bathroom. <laughs> so, one of the things about Fraser that I love... Are you alright? <laughs> so, so you just read a normal fantasy love but set in Fraser Crane's house. Yeah, you might as well. Fraser! Fraser's an elf in the kitchen! <laughs> Eddie just barking at the window as these strange shapes flap past. Anyway, sorry, carry on, Chris. What what was your plan? Point is, in the Fraser universe, you've got a really weird set of characters packed into one room. Radio hosts. You've got got psychotherapist radio hosts. Yeah. You've got trained technicians. You've got a policeman. Yeah. You've got... And with that... Chris's internet went down for six hours because he lives in the woods. I'm afraid I was not able to make this a seamless cut and felt it was better to draw attention to it. Enjoy the show. What did you do for five hours without the internet? I did what every good solid Englishman did. Does. Went to the, I went to the pub. Oh, thank God. Okay. <laughs> did they? I mean, they didn't have internet either. No, I read a book. Ugh. Are you okay? I'm good. 
I'm good. It was it was entertaining, but not in the mm. way that you know moving pictures are. Uh, or, hearty dice friends. The heartiest of dice friends. Your best friend Grant. Best, bestie. Bestie. Your bestie mate Grant, who had to sit here on his own all day doing work. <laughs> and, by do- <laughs> I, and by doing work, I mean eating pancakes and playing Enter the Gungeon. Oh, I wish I had pancakes. Well, those aren't internet reliant. You can make pancakes. <laughs> They they are dollar reliant though. They're not very expensive, but yeah, okay. You have to go and buy the things to make. The you have thing. to drive to a place that sells pancakes. Yeah, that's true. Or yeah, yeah. What what I, I learned a trick today. It's whipping the eggs. You uh-huh. whip the egg white. Oh, you so made pancakes. Coffee. Yeah, I made pancakes. I didn't go out for pancakes. Ah. Oh. I made my own pancakes. Good. Okay, so. <laughs> Lion face? Ah. Ah, I hurt my head with the shaking. Ah. Lemon face? Mm. Ryan? Ah. Ah. And mm. we're going to say crisp words. Crisp, crisp words to loosen up our tongues. I will read Snacking. a book on my desk crisply. Snacking. Picnic. Warhammer Quest rule book. Snacking. Picnic. So, when last we spoke, I believe we were talking about the Fraser LARP. Yes, Frasier. Uh, so you were saying how uh, there is Elaine in the in, in Frasier who is a professional, but there's not a character called no Elaine Daphne. In Daphne, I think I called her Diane earlier. Yeah, yes, Daphne. Daphne, that's who I was thinking of. So are you viewing these as a sort of character class? Kind of, yeah. But the the main thing is that it's like a murder mystery party. Oh, where everybody's like in Frasier. Where yeah, but it's but it's Frasier, and it's mainly about. The weird, awkward, brotherly love. Mm. Well, I think listeners of this podcast will will enjoy that. <laughs> yes, yes, it's very much that 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 almost sexual tension. Yeah, you want to get that. You, 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 we want to get it into an overtone rather than an undertone. Yeah, stay overt, people. I think I would much rather play a laugh about trying to hide in Fraser's house. I think that would be good. Because it's quite a big house, but there's not a lot of cover. <laughs> to, to be fair, though, there's a good route from door to bedroom. It's, it's like it's like an L shape, right? Yeah, he's but... got he's got he's got the outside. So let's see if I remember. There's, there's the living room, his kitchen, his I want to say his room's off to the the, the bathroom uh, on the left, and then like the front door, and then you go around to his room and the spare bathroom they reference in one episode. Yep. So I think that's that's two. He must have an ensuite. There's an upstairs. There's no upstairs. There is an upstairs. The Where's the upstairs? If if you come in the door and immediately turn left. Oh, there's stairs. You go back there and there's stairs, and that takes you to the Jeez. next bit. I don't remember the upstairs at all. I remember there being like 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 a, a two level raised area with a piano on it and next to the balcony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the, there's the plinth. And Daphne's room, and I presume his dad's room off to the right. No, his dad's room's off to the left. Niles is off to the right. Niles does not live in his house. He does. <laughs> the radio studio is under the sofa. <laughs> not not for the not for the entire thing, but there's a period. Niles doesn't live in Fraser's house. There's a period where he lives there. <laughs> okay. Sure, not just okay. like all the time. <laughs> that would be super weird. Mm. Yeah, Stephen w- King was in it. Was he? Yeah, I'm finding out now. Most people were in Frasier, I think. Elijah Wood and um, 
Dan Butler as Bob Bulldog Briscoe. Yeah. Which is the best name I've ever seen. I always had a big thing for Roz. I always thought Roz was so attractive. Oh, Perry lovely, Jilpin. Lovely, neither lovely neither of which are names, Perry. I would like to tell a story about hiding in a wealthy Seattle... Loft apartment. A wealthy Seattleite's apartment. Yeah. Trying to evade the dog, the therapist, the brother who apparently lives there as well. And I think I think the dog would be cool with it. Would you? Yeah, the dog will do whatever. Would you... Um, would you like? Would you be stealing things from Fraser, or just trying to live in his house? Just trying to exist, like you've got a day job, right? So it's a bit like um, amnesia in that if the monster sees you, you're dead. Yeah, <laughs> but if Fraser sees you, he calls the police. Yeah, and like you got to have very covert parties. Yeah, well, I mean, you got to have fun, right? Exactly. So, I put this question. I put this question out on Twitter. Yeah, and I got a few responses. Now a few a few of our followers are um, are American, so we're, we're going to be dealing with more more classic American um, sitcoms. Yep, to the point that I haven't really seen some on. of them. Sorry, to the point that I haven't seen some of them. Giant Gas Ball says Golden Girls. That was the one I haven't seen. Yeah, and then clarifies uh, saying that you have to battle the girls in their dungeon. So as I remember it, the Golden Girls is just. Very homely and and nice. So, from what I can remember, okay. So, so remember is a strong word. What I can extrapolate is there are three witches mm-hmm. or four witches who a live coven. in a house, a coven of witches live in a house. There is one who's saucy, one who's old and mean, and a normal one. I see. I think, and I believe that their husbands are dead or non-existent, or they've been eaten. Or they've been eaten to fuel the rituals. But mm-hmm. one of the ladies is quite foxy, I seem to remember, but in a granny sort of way. Right. Sexy Nana, you know? Yep. And I believe they have adventures of some kind? Hijinks. Yeah, they're authorised as police as like police agents in their retirement community. And they have the theme song, Thank you for being a friend. Bum bum bum. That's that's the song they have. Good. That's everything I know about the Golden Girls. What do you know about the Golden Girls? What you've just told me. Shit. I think I think it might be a bit like Sex in the City, but different. But older. In that you've got a normal one, a saucy one, a sarky one, and um the Hanger on. The one with the brown hair. I don't know. Jeez, I tried watching that. Did you ever watch that show? Yeah. Quite good. Yes. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> wouldn't mind playing in a lap of that, but I, I probably wouldn't look quite so good in like a um a dress. No, it's 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 generally genuinely quite a good show. Mm. Alright. Yeah. So we know nothing about Golden Girls, that doesn't help us. No, but we do know that they've got a dungeon. Yeah, I mean giant gas ball said. Yeah. So I figure at that point it's just like Dungeons and Dragons, right? Exactly the same, but slightly older. It uses the aging rules. Hmm. Hmm. Denari says, I refuse to acknowledge any answer that isn't Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. That could work. Now you see, now you see I, I know you really like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. What's the fucking game? So, What's the game? I think, I think it's more of an RPG than LARP. Yeah, sure, I'm, game. I'm, I'm up for that. Hit me. And I think, I think it's mainly the Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff. Mm-hmm. Obviously, his cohort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, attempting to both fit in mm-hmm. and thrive in the Bel Air environment. Yeah, I mean, you could also do it as a sort of a Will Smith raising simulator. 
Well, like a Tamagotchi. So well, you start off in West Philadelphia, born where, and where, 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 you're, where you're Will Smith is born, and, he, and you raise him. Um, and then you've got to make sure that he doesn't get into too many little fights, or his mom gets scared. <laughs> that, and that's the fail condition. <laughs> that's the fail condition. <laughs> yeah. I don't... I'm not sure. Like, maybe a two-player game in that respect. Or, like, or like perhaps you'd play it as a... You'd have a main character who who, who plays Will Smith. A bit like... Um, oh, what's it fucking called? Nod, the the game about a game about a barbarian visiting a city. Right. Um, you uh, one player plays the barbarian, and everyone else plays the city around them. And it's GMless. Okay. It's an interesting idea. It doesn't quite land, but it's a fun idea. And so you'd have the idea, whereas Will is the main barbarian character from West Philadelphia, and then he enters the rarefied atmosphere of California, um, and has to adjust to that and so you'd play different characters you'd have like the butler the jumper boy what was the what was the name of Alfonso? Carlton Carlton yeah Uncle Phil um, um, his big dad sorry yeah Uncle Phil not his dad no his big uncle um, and various girlfriends again didn't watch a lot of it no it, that that is showing mm. but definitely not a lot no no that, that, that one's RPG yeah yeah definitely hmm hmm Father Ted that would be fucking banging. <laughs> what you do is you dress up as priests and you go to an island. <laughs> okay, so listen. Father Ted, I- I'm going to tell you why Father Ted is a wonderful idea for a LARP. And a LARP, not a tabletop role-playing game. Okay. Costume is pretty straightforward. Yep, easy. All you, need, all you need is a dog collar and black and black trousers and black socks. Your setting, like the, like the, the locale of where you play it, Everywhere in Father Ted already looks like shit. Yeah. So you can just put it wherever. That's absolutely fine. And then for the plots, you kind of let it you you let it bubble out of control. But you basically build um, the the idea the idea behind Father Ted is that these priests were put on on this island because they were either useless, dangerous, or a problem. Yeah. And so the three of them were it's shoved a, it's into a priest this house. Penal colony. Basically, yeah. And so you play priests with terrible secrets. Or priests with massive character flaws, or like you know Father Dougal, and then events will occur. So let, let let's say, for example, um, the uh, Crag Island uh, Parish has been asked to put on a fate for the uh, for a. Well, I mean, the, you, you could basically recreate Episode One. Yeah. In the but but you 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 have you have the parish priests are trying to put on a fate and so they have to organise things and there's various characters arrive and various problems that can happen. But the idea is that their 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 behaviours will push them in certain ways and places. But I really like the uh, bad on purpose aesthetic of a lot of British sitcoms. Yes. That really yeah, well, sad. Just this is rubbish. the best we could do. No one's good at anything. We tried and we still failed. Do you know anything about Mr. Belvedere? Is that the principal from Saved by the Bell? I don't know. No, that's Belding. Yes, maybe. Although Saved I, by the Bell. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. Okay, ha, ah, hang on. Saved by the Bell. Yep. Now, if I remember correctly, this was a, a, a light teen comedy uh, focusing around a boy with magical powers. He could stop time, I seem to remember. He could not stop time. He, he put his hands at a T-shape, and then he could stop time and interact with his surroundings. I mean, yes, he could talk to cameras. Yeah, he could also talk to cameras. Which means that 
But he definitely one. could not stop time because the theme song says he can't. See, I woke up in the morning and my mum gives, mm. out a, gives out a warning. I don't think I'm going to make it on time. Perhaps perhaps it causes him such a tremendous amount of stress on his, on his <laughs> tiny teen body that he only uses it in emergencies. It's like Prince of Persia sands of time, but it's just like his liver. Yeah, it just, gives, just cops out on him. It just, his gallbladder pr- just bursts with a wet yeah. sponge. <laughs> his gallbladder is processing an enormous amount of time chaff. <laughs> time bile. <laughs> and so if he was to use it just like like just to stop being 15 minutes late from getting to school although he is you know saved by the bell which is, yeah. which is okay um then that would be perhaps that, that that would be a wasteful use of his abilities but if he's if like if he's if he's in a problem he can't see his way out of with significant social detriment and he breaks out the old prince of persia doesn't he he does how many other people have this ability quite a in few. the universe quite a quite a well th- through the sitcom Especially the nineties era, there was a lot who could talk to camera. I mean, Clarissa, obviously the world's most powerful time mage. Yeah, oh, I mean, and also the world's most knowledgeable woman. Yes, because she can explain I, it all. I was, a hu- I was a huge fan of Clarissa. I, 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 w- I would go Clarissa over Sabrina, and I'll tell you for why. Okay. I preferred Sam to Harvey. Yep. I, be- I believe Sam was the name of the ladder boy. Ladder boy was Sam, correct? And 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 Harvey was just sort of useless, from what I can tell. However, Sabrina—he was had... a real Riley of a character. Oh yeah, but Sabrina uh, so, had the fucking cat. Yeah, we all know you like the cat. He had the cat and the cool aunts, which aren't Zelda. Yeah, I've seen her in porn. Yeah, I... have you? I think this. I think this has actually come up on the um, podcast before. <laughs> yeah. I think it probably has. It sounds very important. Yeah, yeah, she was in uh, like 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 that sort of red red shoe diaries living TV grade pornography. Oh, classy. There was there was like there was lots lots of like 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 diaphanous silk sheets being being shot in moonlight. Shot like by a camera, not like with a gun. <laughs> yeah. Scatter shot from a shotgun. Fuck that sexy. <laughs> Bang. One th- one thing we're forgetting about about Cluster explains it all is a shitty little brother. Oh, that little turd. Do you remember that awful little turd? <laughs> oh, what a runt. <laughs> I mean, I get that with his character and everything, but fuck that guy. Oh. Anyway. And the lizard. The lizard called Elvis. That's pretty cool. Like, it very much seemed to be... Do you remember you used to get those big pencils? You used to get those big pencils with the rubbers on the end? They were like built-in rubbers. Yeah. And they were they were bright colours. They were like they were called like Zigglers or something. <laughs> Zap. Helix put them out. It seemed like the TV equivalent of those. Yes. And it was very brightly colourful and I liked it. It, it was pleasing to the eye. Mm. I, however, fucking terrible for lops though. Yeah. Now, if it wasn't a weird sex thing, Rugrats. Because <laughs> there's no way I can dress up as a Rugrat without that being problematic. No, but there's there's an excellent thing of the sets for that, where you just make everything double size. Oh yeah, just make everything double size, of course. <laughs> okay, it's difficult, but... Just bang it out. But how cool would that be? Mm. David Morrison has sent an incredible suggestion here. He's sent in a few, but I'm going to put forward the one which you'll like, which is British Empire. Oh, yes. Like, that almost writes itself. That Yeah, I mean, that works as a LARP or an incredibly complex board game. Oh, God, the board game?! Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that very much. An incredibly complex board game. Like, needlessly so. I, you know what? I'd actually want it as a PC game. Okay. Like, but, like, it, 
plays as a straight sim, but nothing ever goes correctly. Yes. You're like Sim Hospital. Yeah, but even less reverent. Yeah. That would yeah, work. Like that. Isn't Chris Barry actually a prick? I choose to decide no. Because, like, I know Craig Charles is a prick, but he looks like one. See, I'm, I'm very much of the opinion that if I don't know he's a prick, he's not a prick. Ah, okay, right. So I choose to <laughs> just ignore all that evidence. If he's never personally harmed you. Yeah. How about... Friends. But, hear me out. Okay. You play a group of people, you play a group of changeling fetches trying to steal the lives of the titular friends. That's tight. Trying to trying to steal their perfect They're... smooth-edged lives. <laughs> their beautiful, wondrous, idyllic lives. Well, they can always just sit down in the, on, on, on the fucking table in the middle of the shop. Or, or, or you play a group of friends right. who one day get to a coffee shop five minutes late and there's six fuckers sitting in your chair. Yeah. Just, and it's a rumble. And it's a rumble. It's it's West Side Story. <laughs> I'm sorry, what is this? And obviously you play you decide who is the ultimate champion. I think what what you would have to do if you were trying to steal the lives of the friends is sneak into their houses and then inflict such tremendous psychic torment on them that they die from fright. <laughs> and then at that point, at that point you breathe in their last breath and you become them. What's interesting is that you can actually watch the show with that in mind <laughs> and and think, damn, they really tried. <laughs> so everything that goes wrong with the friends is in fact a, a shadowy outside force. Yeah, there's been, been trying to steal them. Oh, like that, like that awful trifle that's like meat, custard. Yeah. Well, that sort of stuff. That wasn't supposed mm. to be like that. That's supposed to be a nice trifle. But, however, but their however, that burly, that burly so idiot enjoyed blessed. it. You'd have to get bootleg friends. You'd have like Bowie and and um, Jonica, <laughs> Jonica, Chandles, Chandles, Chandles. Um, Russ is already the counterfeit Ross from Friends. Yep. Um, uh, Feebles, and um, that's it, isn't it? Monica, Raquel, Raquel. Raquel. Feebles and Raquel. Feebles Bowie, and Raquel. Jonica, Feebles, Raquel. Shambles and um, Rush. <laughs> Rush. Rush. Just banging drum solos. <laughs> All of them dangerously subnormal. <laughs> confused non-actors. The confused non-actors we have trapped and not paid for this purpose. Oh, God. <laughs> We're the friends. Um... Oh. <laughs> sad, sad, faulty clones. <laughs> Just in case one of them's sick for one week. Oh, friends. Who else we got? Two people have written in to say MASH. That's uh, Kyle Mikulowski and Nick Seifman have said MASH. You ever watched much MASH? I watched a couple of episodes. Well, you watched a few seasons, it's pretty good. Yeah. Ah. I reckon it would probably come across as a pretty standard military LARP, except no one, no one goes off and does linears. Yeah, you just you just sit around and get pissed. Pretty much, yeah. Which, honestly, sounds like a good way to spend a weekend. With, with those bathtub martinis. Yeah. There's a straight-edge guy I follow on Facebook and friends with, um, and he was chatting about... Um, I don't quite... 
I don't quite get into straight edge. No. I don't quite follow it. And I it's it's I, I it's been interesting seeing him chat about stuff. Um but he's like uh, he's straight edge but he drinks caffeine and I was like, "Oh, okay. How does that work?" And I got a lot of flack for it. Okay. Because I didn't want to be like, "Aha, I've tricked you. I've got <laughs> I've seen through your ruse, straight edge. You're actually on a drug." But apparently was, was it was it more how does how does that work? I'm, intre- I'm interested. Yeah, it, it, it was like, oh, cool. Like, so, was like, oh, that's interesting. How, how how is that still straight edge? Like, what what are the grounds that you're allowing that on? Mm-hmm. And apparently, it's a sliding scale. Okay, um, you can be more or less straight edge than others. It's more of a uh, more it, of a bendy line. But apparently, it's um, <laughs> yeah. Apparently, it's abstaining from frivolous sex. Okay. And from intoxicating chemicals. Okay. Um, basically, the two fun bits of, of being a rock and roll artist. Or existing, yeah, pretty much right. <laughs> um, so, uh, but anyway, uh, Joe was chatting about doing a um, a a dry LARP where the entire where the entire site would be dry because he doesn't drink and um, generally at LARPs people get pretty wankered and there's and there's the occasional problem. Yeah, you know. And he said, like, um, if I run a if I run a um, teetotal LARP, would you come? Would you have any problems with that? I want to post and be like, "There's no way I'd ever go to that." <laughs> I, I hate LARPing already, let alone having to do it sober. Like, I don't know whether you've ever spoken to LARPers, but we're awful, and I'm not even really a LARPer. <laughs> I just, just like you and I used to run a fairly successful LARP. Yeah, but that's not what I don't own anything made of leather without sleeves. No, that's true. I've cut my beard in the last five years. Wow. I know the touch of a shower. No, I'm sorry. Shots fired. Sorry, LARPers have a musk and a, and an appearance. It's like fucking wargamers, you know? Yeah. If, if you if you gather enough enough people in any one situation, they're going to smell bad. It's just that nerds smell worse than other people. Mash could be interesting. I'd be I'd be interested to see what sort of um, prosthetics you could get. What sort of fizz reps? Okay. Like if you can actually run with, like, if you can actually get someone there and like recreate a leg out of meat and go in and stitch it up, like get like get pig guts or something and like, while drunk. Well, I guess like you probably have prop drinks. No, don't ruin this. I know because like I th- I think it would be kind of cool to be able to have hey like we're gonna get this set up like we're gonna have pig skin. And we're going to put a load of guts in there, and you have to and you have to basically stitch it back together after after this lad's been blown open by shrapnel. But I wouldn't want to have to handle scalpels and knives when I'm pissed. Mm, that's fair. But it's a bit it's a bit like the the, the the thing from from last week's episode where where we, where we recommended you pointed a replica replica gun at other people. <laughs> I don't think people should take our advice. Preferably a policeman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Ian asks, does Twin Peaks count as a sitcom? Because it would have been a major RPG saying, no, it isn't. It's not funny. It's is not, it funny? It's not funny. I mean, it's don't be wrong. situational. There are jokes in it, but there's jokes in drama. Yeah. Um, but, no, it would, it would be fun, mm. but doesn't fit the remit. Home Improvement. Dibs the guy that you can just see the eyes of. Everyone plays Al Ball and every monster you fight is Tim. <laughs> Tim, the real monster. Is that the guy who goes? <laughs> it's yes. um, what's his name? Tim Allen. Tim Allen. Yes, Tim Allen. 
Famous cocaine smuggler and um, evolution denier. Cocaine wizard. <laughs> he actually tweeted, Hey, if we evolved from monkeys, how come they're still monkeys? In 2017. It's like, <laughs> mate, it's so easy to answer that question without making yourself look like a dickhead. If we evolved from monkeys, how do I have so much cocaine? <laughs> hey, riddle me this. <laughs> Scientists. Checkmate. Check fucking mate. Exactly how he sounds. Two people, two separate people have said dinosaurs. Which I, I, I posit is impossible. That's going to be super difficult. Yeah. Just the prosthetics. It's a, a lot of puppeteering. Apparently, you know, um, apparently the, the, the guy who was the dad in that show couldn't see when, when the suit's mouth was closed. Amazing. So whenever he gets up, he goes, ah! Whenever he stands up, so he can fucking see where he was going. <laughs> <laughs> More character, I like it. Yeah, yeah. I think that I think that's physically impossible unless you have a lot of money. And at which point, I don't really want to meet the person who has enough money that you just recreate dinosaurs as a lot. Yeah, there's a definite sadness to that situation. Mm, it's not. It's not healthy. Oh, rising damp. Oh yes. What was his name? Reginald Perrin. Yes, I think. Because it was the last days of Reggie Perrin. But they had the character in Rising Damp, was that right? Yeah, the character from Rising Damp yeah. in, a, in a separate show. But it was so... He was such a sad little man. Oh, he was the worst. I would very much like to recreate that level of... With, it's with Nell and I, that's the laugh I want to do. Yeah, that's it. All right, it, go back to that era, Steptoe Son. I hated everything about that program. I was, I it was Steptoe, awful. I hated the sun. But you just go around town with a scrap iron cart. Doing that horrible fucking face. Doing that face and that (laughs) Fuck that show. Fuck everyone involved with it. Actually, I've had another idea for a LARP. It's nothing to do with sitcoms, but Blue Peter. Yes. So what you're doing, right, what you're doing is you are shooting a... Okay. Small player base. Well, presumably uh, four. You, well, hear me out here, right? Small player base. You're shooting a Blue Peter style thing. We call it like Green Roger, whatever. Um, you have, you are shooting it for for the internet, and the idea is that it will be broadcast simultaneously across a load of different like interactive channels, which people can click on and view. Okay. Which means like you've got one sort of prime time thing, but then you've also got like various side stuff which you can get content for like like later re- rewatching. But it's all going out live. And the idea is that you always have to have something broadcasting, at least one camera running. Right. And so the LARP is about trying to film a children's television show while things go wrong. For 24 hours. Oh, just like four hours. Nope, 24. Got to do something for 24 hours. That's, that's, that, that's, gone, that's gone dystopic again, I'm afraid. I like it. Dystopian, that's the one, not dystopic. Yeah. You sleep in shifts, and then you build Tracy Island. <laughs> but you see, that's the thing. But like, we wouldn't give them the materials they needed. No, ev- everything give, but but glue. Yeah, we, and so you just got to hold it in place, and like we would supply them with a pre-dead turtle. <laughs> now, since he's already very sleepy, we're going to put him in his box for winter. <laughs> Here you can see we dressed him up in a few different outfits, and like you could, you could capture a load of dogs and let them out in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> that actually, that's, 
That's just animal cruelty, isn't it? Well, no, because, I mean, they get to be inside. I am capturing the dogs. Yeah. If you're not I'm hurting them... them. No, I, no, I assume sure. you're, Yeah, you're sure, ca- why not, yeah. <laughs> you're capturing the odd stray. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're Put, putting them in, in a van, reversing... <laughs> leaving them in there for, like, two days. Get them real hungry. We give them water. And then you, um... During the um, sculpting with meat section, we reverse the van up to the back doors and throw open the, the rear doors of the van. Exactly. That's why you have to have it next to a loading dock. Dogs for it, yeah. But like, I, but I, I, one of the things I really like about paranoia is doing um, is, is is having people make promotional films during the game, right? Like in character, um, which which just like it's a really fun underlining thing in that not like that it's shit but they have to pretend it's great on camera yeah they have to be and convinced so it's, it's, it's great yeah and that's a really lovely thing to do so i'd like to have a a, a blue peter style larp where you have to make that happen and i think it would only really work with a larp yeah that wouldn't be too much fun as a tabletop game roll your skill check roll it again oh. Oh, I'm, af- I'm afraid you killed and didn't restrain the dog oh oh still good gonna... telly yeah, it's gonna mean that that'll do. That'll do great on YouTube. <laughs> Million hits here we come. Can can you show a dog being killed on YouTube? For a while. <laughs> I mean, you can show anything on YouTube if you're quick enough. <laughs> Depends who notices. Should we knock through a couple of other questions? We can to round off the show. Yeah, run them. Owen asks. Hello, Owen. Hello. Friend Owen asks, if you were to transform yourself into any non-human race in Dungeons and Dragons, what would it be and why? Non-human race. So I just want to know because I was about to say this. This can't be a weird sex thing. That's kind of half the podcast. <laughs> so it can be a weird sex thing if you like. So you're you got a couple. Yeah, you got a couple of good choices. You got an elf yeah. for the infinite lifespan. Oh, do they live forever? Well, near, near enough, give or take. Yeah. Um, you got dwarves for the beard. I've got a beard. <laughs> Not like that. No, not like that. That's true. Could be a better beard. It could be. It, it, could, it could go all the way down to my balls. It could. You got. You got what? Dragon kin. If you want to be yeah. a dragon for some reason. Well, you see, Chris, you could be a dragon. An actual dragon. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm thinking. I'm starting with the player character races. Mm, okay. All right. Well, not um, half things, right? No, no. Obviously, no, no, no hobbits. Yeah. I'm not a freak. No. Um. <sighs> No thrikey, nothing weird like that. No, no, git yankee, fuck off. Like, if I'm going weird, I want to go full weird. I don't want to be sort of a halfway house. Yeah. Cat boys? No. Yeah, I know it's weird, but I'd look totally good as a cat, though. Like, I want you to imagine me, Louche, a gentleman, um, but covered... Milady. <laughs> Milady, but covered in, like, in, 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 in soft... Downy ginger fur, and with a with a big puffy tail, <laughs> with a huge black beard sticking out from it. The beard would also be ginger. Hello. I think you'd look ridiculous, mate. I'd be a cat boy. All right, fine. <laughs> I, th- I think I'd look great. Okay. I would have to deal with cat penis though. You would, and smelling like a cat. They got their cats don't smell that bad. Yes, they do. Mine does. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yours does. Uh, friend, dear friend, I got my cat's ass pumped recently. <laughs> By a professional. By a professional, sh- should know. My cat has the worst ass available, and so I had to take him down to the vet and be like, can you just jam a load of stuff up his ass until it's fixed? And they did that, which is great. Um, Very accommodating now, of them, really. 
very accommodating of them. They'll, they did charge me for it. And um, apparently, one, it's quite expensive to have an elderly cat render unconscious and de-shat. <laughs> but, but he's just, but he's just been wandering around with all the, all like his ass is covered in glucose in his tail, like the glucose solution they use. How so have you not managed to get that out yet? Well, unsurprisingly, he's not super keen about having a bath. No. So, like, we have tried bathing him twice. But then what you get is a damp, angry cat and, and arm wounds. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Celestial lion, that's what I'd be. Dire badger. Yeah? Yeah. Then old, we could fight crime. Big old badger. Yeah, like Sharky and George, but above the waves. We all know what dire creatures look like. Yeah. Is that they're kind of spiky and bigger. But what do celestial creatures look like? Because I remember... like Shiny and really, bigger. Like good hair and teeth, that sort of thing. Yeah, pretty much. Like a really attractive lion. Yeah. But shiny, like a rare Pokemon. To, would I get to wear robes or a crown? No, no. You're, st- I, you're, you're still an animal. I'm not intelligent. Well, you're smarter, but you're not like you know. You're not doing your sats. Uh, but I guess I could have a crown, right? Sure. Cool. All right. Yeah. Then I'll be a celestial lion wearing a crown. I'll be Aslan. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. You want you want to be Aslan? The D and D race I want to be is Aslan, <laughs> or Lion Jesus. I think I think we could have gone a bit more exciting, as opposed to a big badger and a big lion is what we picked out of. But a big badger! Imagine how lovely it would be to have a nice big badger friend. Mate, what? It is you. So I'm always so that I'm friends with you in this situation. Also, you're covered in fucking spikes. Yeah, I can't give you. I mean, I don't give you a cuddle anyway. You're not. You're not hugely. You know, contact pro and pro contact (laughs) in that way. Um, There's so many more monsters we could have been. But I guess they're all kind of gross. They are. Like if you start going, if you start going like Naga, then you've got an enormous sneaky tail. So so we we have to live in the real world at this point, right? Yeah. Oh fucking doppelganger, man! Change thing. That's oh, the easy answer for everything. Yeah, but that's what I'd go for. Yeah, it's fair. I mean, I wouldn't have any of the powers, but I could look like whoever I want. Yeah. I would. I already spend a lot of time in front of the old looking glass, so I'm worried that would be it for me. You do budgerigar. I'd go full Narcissus and just drown myself in a lake. (laughs) (laughs) Whilst I was working out where my nose should go. I'm too beautiful, I'm too splosh. Zenton asks, If climate change leads to the UK getting the same weather as places at the same latitude in Canada, would you guys emigrate or tough out the very cold winters? How cold? Well, Regina, which is south of London, has a record low of minus 50. In Celsius? I'm assuming Fahrenheit. Okay. That still sounds cold. Let's see what that is in, in real money. Yeah. Oh, it's only minus 45. Oh, oh, we're laughing <laughs> then. Step Why? outside and my lungs turn to porcelain. Why? Why is the world that cold? <laughs> the hell? I, it's really stretching the idea of, like, the understanding of the word habitable when you describe the Earth. And that's the same latitude as well. It's, it's, it's south of us. Come on, that's like France. Okay, so like, I've done I've done minus ten Celsius, which is hideous. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of it comes down to preparation. Yeah, in that if you've got you know your ultra slick snow coat and three hats and long johns, then you'll retain that body heat and you'll be fine. As opposed to what I did. Which is throw, which is throw on a poncho and a military greatcoat and stagger around New Jersey at one in the morning off my tits on whiskey. 
Yeah, not not optimum. I mean, I mean, like even in nice weather, that's a bad idea. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of keen to emigrate out of this country already on account of the um, ensuing fascism. Yeah. Plus, it's not. It's never been a great country. It's not been great, has it? I mean, as we were discussing earlier, I don't know whether it's going to get in the episode, but we have no real um, cuisine. No. Like, America doesn't have much of a cuisine, but they've gone at it hard. And it, what they have is tasty as hell. They do. And, like, even their boring food has a lot of cheese on it. Which and is... their exciting food, like like the food in the South, yep. is very good. Just... I, I want to. I think I'd be interested in moving to a very socialist country. I hear like you know, like your, your Scandinavian countries. Scandinavian. Is it, is it not? Is, where is it? Norway, Denmark. One that's one that's actually socialist. I would say Norway. It's got absurdly high tech. I'd actually, I don't want to go to Norway. It's fuck. I mean, actually, come, come to think of it, Chris, if 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 England is is, is hitting is hitting minus forty five Celsius, I shudder to think how cold Norway is going to be. You want some of that sweet sweet equator? <laughs> you know where I'm going to move? Fucking Africa. Yeah. Right in the middle. Yeah, slap bang on the line. Yeah. What season is it? Yes. <laughs> Hot. <laughs> well, lukewarm at this point, presumably. Either that or the, or the equators could be boiling. That's true. Well, I think I think at that point I will accept the sweet embrace of death as looters come and steal my organs to sell to illegal black, uh, black back alley black market uh, kidney dealers. Yeah. And that's fine. That's like, okay. As long as you at accept that, point, that. At that point, they, they just want them more than I do. Yeah. They got, the, mo- they got the moxie to go through that weather to take them. They're welcome to them. Hey, jeez, yeah. I'm, I'm barely bothered putting on long johns. Yeah. Have them. You know? I... I think we should have got more questions. <laughs> I think so. I think maybe we should have got more questions, because we tried to do this one with three, and hey, banger of a first question. Yeah. But um, it's going to require a lot of the old editing. Yes, well, I mean, a lot of that is down to the fact that I had six hours without internet. It did rather interrupt the flow. We were, <laughs> I think we were doing quite well. <laughs> we were. Well, you know what? I think I think people will be happy to hear from their good old friends after a week off. Yeah. Uh, do you have any messages for the people? Uh, that they're all lovely. Mm, that's nice of you. Lovely people. Shall I do the blurb? Y- you can blurb us out. I, actually, you know what? You blurb us out. I've no, because I can't remember what the blurb is. I have been drinking. Have you? Oh, you've been in the pub, haven't you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, tell you what, I'll, I'll, I'll give you some prompts. How about that? All right, blurb me. Patreon. Don't forget, you can back us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash hearty dice friends. Tell them about the benefits. You get to join us on Discord... And you get to make us do very, very stupid lectures once a month. Mention what's going on in the Discord. You don't know what's going on in the Discord. Today, I've been offline for six hours. I have no idea what's going on anywhere. We've, uh, we've set up two pseudoscience businesses. Good. In the Discord today. Gwyneth Paltrow is um, is selling thir- a $30 a bottle psychic vampire repellent. More goop shit. Yeah. She's got that and a crystal egg that you jam up your snatch. What's that for? Um, Wellness. Okay. I, yeah. She's not well, is she? Well, I think she's healthy. But she's not well. Mm. She's not you know? sick, but she's not well. Um, so we, uh, we're, doing, we're going to do um, mi- uh, microscopic trepanation. 
sorry, microscopic trepanation. That sounds healthy. It uses um, a devices which look eerily similar to uh, electric toothbrushes to um, use uh, energy to penetrate micro holes in your skull, and then gamma radiation or waves, gamma waves. <laughs> like they're handling they're handling the science bit. I'm mainly going to be the front man. Yeah, that seems yeah, really. If, if you want to on this sweet fucking deal, I mean, there's a lot of dollar in that. Back us on uh, back us on Patreon. Come hang out in the Discord. You can also follow us on Twitter. We are at HDF Podcast. Oh, sorry, Chris, tell them about the uh, Twitter. You can also follow us, follow us on Twitter. We are HDF Podcast. That's good. That's good. And um, if you want to send us an email, I don't know the email address. Okay, I don't know either. Send us a goddamn email. <laughs> you know what? If if you want it, if you want it bad enough, you'll find the email address. Just tweet. Just tweet us. It's so it's much not, easier. It's not out anywhere. And like, if you have a question that's longer than than than, than a tweet, probably we're not equipped to answer it. <laughs> we don't have the faculties past 140 characters. We're barely equipped to answer this shit. Evidently. Uh, we love you very much. Sorry about the low energy this week. I'm sure we'll get back to something more exciting uh, once we don't have a five-hour break in the middle of the podcast. Sorry. Uh, who knows? We might try and record again. We'll see. Um, we love you so much. You we are the just best. think you are the apple of our eye, our collective eye. Oh. We want to. We want to get. You know, those bicycles made for two. Yep. We want to get. We want to get a bicycle made for three. Be me on the front, Chris in the back. Old power horse, powerhouse, power horse. Taylor, old Chris, easy, powerful easy horse. there, driving horse. <laughs> I'm the driving horse. Chris is the power horse. And you are in the middle. And you know what? If you feel like not pedaling for a bit, we don't mind. That's okay. I mean, pedal a bit. I will mind. But if there's a, if there's a hill, put your put your fucking. Just, I mean, contribute. Yeah? In. yeah, contribute. But like, like you don't need to worry. If, if if we're just sort of, if we're if we're. What's the name of the thing? A, du- a triple bicycle. A tricycle. No! No. Tandem? Daisy, Daisy, give me a answer. Yeah, that's Bicycle Myth 2. Yeah, that's what it is. D- didn't we look these up? And we found out that the um, the, the South African army had a load of machine gun bicycles. Possibly. I think it was the last time that you did this on the outro of an HDF podcast. Oh, God, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay, listen, we love you very much. <laughs> hop, on the, hop on the middle of our bike and ride around Gay Paris while we, 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 we buy you Citroën. Give her a bike, we're going to France! Get on the fucking bike! I don't think they let bikes in the channel tunnel. Shut up! Let me through! I have a gun! <laughs> so do I! <laughs> Is that you with the back? Yeah. Imagine <laughs> firing it once and the whole thing falls over. <laughs> it just goes backwards very quickly. <laughs> That's a stable bike. Good work, powerhouse. Yeah. <laughs> so, I've I've been Grant driving horse Howard, and this is Chris Powerhorse Taylor. We love you very much, and we will speak to you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Friend.